You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. podcast. I am Nola J, aka Chocolate Blonde. I hope everyone had a great week. I had a great week. I was in snowy Minnesota. It was a big snowstorm this weekend, but everyone came out. Well, not everyone. I mean, we had half of the people we'd have, but the people that came out was great. It was a good time. I had a lot of fun. Um, And then I'm heading this week to Birmingham, Alabama. Between time zones and weather changes, I don't know if I'm coming or going, but I'm enjoying it. So let's get it started. Of course, this is going to be another short and sweet one because I'm exhausted, as usual, from traveling. Um, Let's start with my bucks. Same thing. We're still number one. We hit 500. Um, We're on a steady pace. So it looks like everything is gravy. Milwaukee Brewers opening day is March, I think March 28th. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know if I'll be around, but I'm looking forward to it. I lo- I, I like going to the Brewers game and tailgating and and all that. That's because I know the weather's about to change. That's another reason. So I think we open it up with the St. Louis uh, Cardinals or whatever. I think that's what that's who we play for opening day. So our teams are doing um pretty good again as usual. Um, and college basketball, March Madness is about to start. I'm excited. I like it. As everyone knows, when we do these brackets, you know what happens every single time. Somebody in the first round throws off everything. So it's always fun watching people just rip up, tear up. That's what I'm going to end up doing, throwing my bracket in the garbage as usual. Um, there's a few other things I want to discuss for no reason before I get into these crazy stories. I don't have much. I have like a few on Florida, but the other cities have been acting a fool. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, which is one of my favorite, favorite all-time comedians, female comedians. I think she's an EGOT. I think she does have an Emmy, Grammy, Tony, all that good stuff. I think she has an Oscar. Um, I've Grew up watching Whoopi. I, I love Whoopi Goldberg. Um, she almost died, and that scared the shit out of me. So I'm glad Whoopi is fine. She's back. She's back on The View, or she's getting back on The View. I never really watched her on The View. I'll be honest, I don't watch The View. Um, I just saw all these um, articles that she's been missing for like a month, so I had to do some research to make sure Whoopi was still with us. She Something had happened where she got a blood, cut, a blood clot or something. I don't know, pneumonia. It was a lot of complications. She said she was almost taken out. I'm glad she's still here. I love her. I was talking to another um, comedian the other day, and this whole R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, all this stuff that's coming out, and we was discussing what would really move us, like what would really would be some hard decisions to mute, like everybody's muting R. Kelly, everybody's muting Michael Jackson. And I know everybody watched that um, Leaving Netherland or whatever. I didn't bother to watch that. I really didn't. And it's not because I didn't believe it, or whatever the case may be, it's just the fact that I'm a, I'm not that invested in Michael Jackson. Like, Michael Jackson grew up on him, 
his music, loved it, talented dude. But I, it didn't, I wasn't that interested in it. Plus it was like, it seemed like it was one-sided and these, these dudes in the past had lied and then they're not. And it was just too messy and too confusing. That's all I have to say. I'm not saying it didn't happen. It did happen. I don't know. Michael Jackson was a weirdo for hanging out with kids and all that. And, and everyone puts it on the fact that he didn't have a childhood and whatever the case may be. It, it was all messy. The man is dead. They did something like they did Surviving R. Kelly, where they had a whole bunch of people coming and talking, and 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 you getting different perspectives and 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 the same stories over and over again. I might have been, I might have wanted to watch it, but I I didn't watch it. Um, but we were discussing like what was your deal breaker? This is a black comic I was talking to. And he said he was devastated over Mel Gibson. I'm confused on that one. With Mel Gibson, I'm like I could care less about Mel, but that Mel Gibson just really devastated him. I said, for me, it would be Prince, man. If anything come out on Prince, crazy. I, man, I'm going to be secretly hiding, listening to Prince, still swear. You don't understand. I love me some Prince. I love Prince. I went to his concert when I was a kid. He had on panties. I Listen, I'm a big Prince fan, so I pray to God nothing don't come out about Prince. Because if it do, man, it's going to be a hard decision for me. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I'll be lying to y'all if I said I'm muting them because I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna keep it really gangster, but I don't think that's gonna happen with Prince, so I'm not too concerned about it. Prince is mine. Prince would, I would, I, I don't know if I could go on if something came out about Prince, but I'm gonna tell you one that might come out <laughs> that I just want to see a biopic is Rick James. Man, if Rick, it, <laughs> now I don't know, no one cares about Rick James right now, and I'm sure it won't matter or anything. Man, if they do a biopic on Rick James, even if you just Google Rick James right now, Rick James was a hot mess, a hot mess. I just want to see the biopic on Rick James. Rick James was crazy. He was straight crazy. I don't know if anyone to mute him. I don't know if anyone really cared. I don't. Rick James did some crazy stuff. I'd love to see the one on Rick James. That would definitely, definitely get me going. But, yeah, so we was talking about that. Now I think about it. Who would really, like, devastate you it might already been michael jackson it might already been um r kelly i don't know but i know um that michael i mean like i said well mike it, it was one of those things like i could it's not like i'm really listening to michael jackson music right now and i'm not saying if i was it would affect me i don't know i'm just i i don't feel any type of way about it if it's the truth he's a, he's sick we always knew Mike was weird hanging out with kids, but I just, the whole thing just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it just, I, I guess it's the credibility of the two kids, and then you got, like, these major other child stars that are around him that are denying it all. So, I don't know. I'm going to leave that one alone. That man is dead anyway. He can't really defend himself, so who knows whatever really happened. But the R. Kelly, that R. Kelly interview was pure comedy for me. I'm not taking nothing from what he did to the females and all that. I don't want nobody to get the wrong idea. But that was the funniest shit I've seen in a long time. I laughed so hard. My favorite line, I'm still listening to this this clip, where he said, I looked at my phone, and they said a hog tied her. I don't know how to hog tie people. Oh, my God. I lost it. I listened to that. I'm telling you. I listened to that this morning about three four times and i was laughing so damn hard that was absolutely hilarious 
Um, speaking of R. Kelly, there's a couple other things that are coming out. This is weird. They're saying that um, there's another R. Kelly sex tape out. And this story is weird, too. It says, I'm going to read the headline. Another R. Kelly sex tape was reportedly found in a man's Pennsylvania home. <sighs> okay. There's all kind of wrongs with this. But according to CBS Pittsburgh, woo-hoo, my second home, the bird, a Pennsylvania man claims to have uncovered yet more sex footage with R. Kelly and an underage victim in his own home. The man, Gary Dennis, works as a nursing home assistant and said that he was cleaning out his cleaning out an old box of VHS tapes when he came across it. Dennis saw, okay, this is, okay, hold on. Who was he cleaning out, first of all? Whose tapes were these? And second of all, you still have a VH, who still got a VCR where you can still watch? Okay, let me continue. When he came across it, Dennis saw Kelly's name on the tape and initially assumed it was a concert footage. But after popping it in to review, he allegedly witnessed something much worse than he wasn't expecting from the tape. Where did he get a VCR from? They still got VCR? Hold on. This is a nursing home? I know people are old, but with technology, they... they... Okay, let me just continue. Dennis claimed that he watched the footage after discovering it in his home. This was in his home, but wasn't sure how it landed in the box of old tapes. Come on, man. Now, listen, we know R. Kelly made tapes. We know, everybody know the famous tape. Ain't nobody denying that. But come on, bro. Really? You, you just, you just happen to find some VHS tapes and one of them happened to be an R. Kelly sex tape? What? And, and, and with this Jesse Smollett situation going on, I don't trust anything that people say anymore, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if it was him on the damn tape and he just told on his damn self, to be honest. But let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me not get off track. Um, Alred, oh, that, that, uh, what's her name? Gloria Alred. She's in, she represents all kind of sexual, I don't know what she do, but anyways, added that it appeared to show that's how he gonna be hustling to get money in his pocket. This man gonna be out every night trying to get it. I I, I don't know. And then there's another thing um, with R. Kelly is that he is willing to sit down with Gail King again. And I really hope he do because that was the best humor ever in life. Okay. Um, let's just move on. I just like to, I don't know why I just keep following up with this R. Kelly story because I just, I just, he's so out of touch. I just, I don't get it. This dude is so out of it. All right, here's a crazy story. This is not out of Florida, but then we will get to Florida. Um, <laughs> I think this is in Virginia or Detroit. I can't remember, but <laughs> the article reads, uh, two men arrested for getting drunk and taking turns shooting each other while wearing a bulletproof vest. <laughs> these dumbass ideas <laughs> oh who's arkansas that makes sense arkansas men arrested for taking turns shooting each other while wearing a bulletproof vest after drinking 
<sighs> I know you don't, I'm reading an article, this is not me saying it. I know you don't need me to tell you this, but this happened in Arkansas. Which I'm not surprised, nobody's surprised about Arkansas. The two men who drank all night pulled out bulletproof fest and took turns shooting each other were from Arkansas. Just a couple, just a couple good old boys never needed no harm. <laughs> but the harm is exactly what they got when one of their neighbors became reasonably unhappy when she saw two drunken men firing 50 to 100 shots recklessly next door. The cops showed up to the hospital where one man went to be treated for injury, and the initial story he told was a doozy. Ferris, this is the guy's name, Ferris claimed an asset he paid him $200 for protection. He said the pair met another man at around 10 p.m. and ended up in a gunfight. The 50-year-old told the deputies he was hit multiple times but returned shots and fled in a car. <laughs> That's a hell of a story. When lying to the police, do not keep it simple. You always want to give a really extravagant story that makes you seem like a badass. And this was textbook. He said the injury he was checking into the hospital for was because he was being paid to protect someone. Protect someone. Got shot, returned his own shots, and fled off. Instead of just admitting to what I would consider not a crime, he made up a story that... Is 100% a crime. Classic Arkansas. Unfortunately, the man's wife told a different story, and the investigators came calling. This time, the guy came clean with truly an all-time story. He confirmed they were drinking and playing what a bullet-resistant vest. After asking his hits to shoot him, he was hit in the chest with 22 caliber rifle, leaving the mark. <sighs> Wow, that's Arkansas, home of Bill Clinton. I believe that. All right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> oh, here's something that that um, the porn lawyer, Stormy Daniels' lawyer, the one who now is in trouble for trying to bribe um, or blackmail um, Nike. Well, Michael Aviani, I think that's how you say his name. He's a snitch. He really is. He just, he said um, Nike paid Zion Williamson's mother. Dude is a snitch. Dude is a snitch. He's all over the place. He's really getting to be annoying. He was um, part of R. Kelly's uh, defense team. Now he over here in trouble himself trying to bribe Nike. To be honest, dude, why are you snitching? I mean, seriously, these college students, if, if they were, I mean, these they make a lot of money off of these college athletes. Come on, man. That's something you should you should have kept to yourself. You shouldn't even try to blackmail them. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with this, but he's a straight-up snitch. At first, I thought he was a decent dude because he was, you know, had the, the right to go after um, number 45 with the story Daniels. But now he's just being a pain in the ass. That's what he's being. You have to snitch on these um, kids and mothers and what they get from Nikes from these college students. Most, of, a lot of these, I know what it's like in college. You don't have money in college. You don't have it. 
and your family is neither taking loans unless you come unless you with them um aunt becky's and them where they pay a whole bunch of money to get you in college you do what you gotta do and you got these players like zion who's an awesome player fit man please uh, hopefully the best case scenario to come out of this is that they start figuring out a way to start paying college athletes period but him snitching it's not a good look dude is a straight up snitch okay um <laughs> here's something that happened in detroit <laughs> I, it's very rare that, I, that crazy stuff come out of Detroit. Detroit is always on some old crime stuff. But anyways, I shouldn't say that. But uh, Detroit cop caught turning up to work drunk after he volunteered to be tested during a breathalyzer training. <laughs> People are stupid. They're just stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid. Whew. Okay, let's see here. This is some Florida mess. This is something they do in Florida. A Detroit police officer is under investigation after he showed up to the breathalyzer training intoxicated. I can't make this shit up, people. I cannot make this shit up. This is this is really this is what's really going on. Detroit police chief James Craig said the officer, who has not been named, attended a training session with his partner in Lansing, Michigan, on Thursday. At one point, he volunteered to demonstrate, which is how the trainers discovered he was under the influence of alcohol. <laughs> why would you? Why would you volunteer knowing you drunk? Why, why would you? Why would you go to a breathalyzer training as a police officer drunk? Okay. Craig said that when the officer blew into the breathalyzer, the machine registered that his blood alcohol contact of 0 .08. Okay, I mean, that's like the exact legal limit. But um, it registered at 08. When someone, okay, when someone's um, BACs is 0.08% or higher, they're considered to be legally impaired in the United States. This was a Michigan State Police training. He blew. A 0 0.08, Craig told WXYZ TV. Certainly that's a problem. It's a problem for me and maybe a problem how it was handled after that. The officer was not arrested, of course not, at the time because he was driven by his partner to the training and he did not have a gun on him. I want to know what the failures are at and if the failures are at supervision, Craig told WXYZ TV. If the failures are at the common level, I'm going to take action. I'm, I'm consistent with that. According to the Detroit Free Press, the unidentified officer was in training class on the use of breathalyzer known as Data Master. During that class, he volunteered to give a sample and was determined he had alcohol in the system. The MSP sergeant dismissed him from class and sent him to the department. His commanding staff was notified. He does not work for us. We cannot discipline him. This will be up to the employer. A spokesperson for the Detroit police told the newspaper that the officer is under investigation but declined to share any further details. They're not going to do anything to help. they not. they don't do nothing to help. But I don't understand how stupid you could be to show up to a breathalyzer as a cop, as a trainee, with alcohol in your breath. I don't know what the hell is wrong with these people. All right, here's another one. There's an SUV. That got caught in flames. <laughs> this story is mad crazy. 
20 is the headline 20 minutes after driving off lot bursting in flames a woman said dealership won't provide a refund for a suv <laughs> can't make this shit up man there's some crazy stuff that's going on out here all right let's see what city could this possibly be let's take a guess oh it's wisconsin <laughs> wow an SUV went up to flames 20 minutes after it was driven off the used car lot in Milwaukee. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> you get you a brand new car, you driving off the minute you take off and <laughs> catches up in flames. Damn. <laughs> the driver saved for nearly two years and said she worries she'll never get the money back. Images from the incident serve as a haunting reminder of Nicole Brandt's near-death experience on Wednesday, April 3rd. I haven't been able to drive since. <laughs> she was on I-43 northbound in Grafton on her way to pick up her kids in the used, damn, this car, okay, anyways, in a used 2006 Chrysler Pacifica. I don't even know what the hell that is. 2006. She purchased 22 minutes earlier at Big Bill's Auto near Appleton and Center in Milwaukee. Okay, all of this, the, the Big Bill, the name Big Bill, the making a car, all this seemed like this was bad. Like, this, she was making bad decisions anyway when she purchased this car. Something from underneath the engine, it was just melting. The engine was just melting out from underneath. Damn. The SUV began smoking and Brent pulled over approaching drivers and snapped pictures. Of course, of course. This is, we live in a world that no matter what happens to us, we got to make sure we got to take a picture and video. We could be dying, whatever the case may be. Quick, take a picture, take a picture. Her car is in flames, things is going on, and she need a picture. Wow. The car is a shell, burnt out of the shell. Brent says she saved her money for nearly two years to buy that vehicle. Yeah, she should have waited another year to get something, at least in 2010. And maybe not go to Big Bill's. Anyways, Big Bill's auto on Saturday, April 6th, and Monday to speak with the manager with no luck. All I want is I'm getting away. All right. There's a video of a man bathing in Wendy's suit and Milton goes viral. It's a Florida man. <laughs> Milton, Florida. A video of a Facebook of a man taking a bath in the kitchen sink of Wendy's in Milton has gone viral. And you got this big old dude. He's a big black dude. Up in this big old sink in Wendy's, taking a bath. I'm looking right at it. The video shows a shoeless man who appears to be in a Wendy's employee taking his shirt off and getting in a sink that seemed to be in the restaurant. In it, the man sits down all the way as though he's in a bathtub. The girl in the background is encouraging the man to take a bath and get in there. The man who got inside the sink goes on to say, it's warm, <laughs> while the girl encourages him to turn on the jet. The girl continues to encourage the man to wash his armpits to the what she does. She then hands him with a pair of paper towel. The voice behind the camera says, let's, let's see him do the toes. At the end of the video, the camera briefly flutes in front of the camera roll where you can see the girl appears to be in a Wendy's uniform smiling. According to a person who posts the video on Facebook, this occurred at Wendy's in Milton. The company that owns the Milton Wendy's franchise issued a statement. <laughs> We are taking this incident seriously. It's obviously totally unacceptable. This was a prank by a person who no longer works at the restaurant and who clearly did not use a good judgment. We are taking this opportunity to reinforce our very strict quality procedures 
with our restaurant manager, Mike Johnson. <laughs> Florida, man. Oh, then it says the Florida Department of Business Professional Regulation tells Channel 3 News it launched an immediate expedite an immediate search of Wendy's Wendy's Wednesday afternoon. I can't say Wendy's Wednesday afternoon. After receiving numerous consumer reports following the video. So they wouldn't go on and expect y'all. Y'all got a nice inspection for that nasty, big grown, nasty man. Ugh, he looked disgusting getting in there. <laughs> he just looked disgusting. <laughs> this is something wrong with Florida. All right. Here's another Florida man in it. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Florida man accused of torching loves rivals Harley Davidson. Both gentlemen had affection for the same women. I don't know what in the world and why did I pick this story? I don't know why. Florida man accused of torching. What? A jilted Florida man has been accused of setting fire to the love rival's Harley Davidson motorcycle in a gas station parking lot. Dang. David Leroy Knudsen, 63, was charged with second degree arson last Friday after being captured on a store surveillance camera pouring a flammable, flammable liquid on the motorcycle, lighting it. The incident occurred at Weeks Marathon at North Hathaway Avenue in Bronson. Upon investigation, Levy County Sheriff's Detective Justin Douglas discovered the clerk and the suspect had recently clashed. Knesset was jilted lover and his efforts to set the record straight. He set the clerk's Harley on fire. <laughs> Dang. WGFL reported the woman whose name was not released has seen, seemingly chosen to be in a closer relationship with the store clerk prior to coming up since alleged outburst. Both gentlemen had affections for the same woman and would appear that the gentleman that owns the motorcycle had a deeper affection that was reciprocated by the woman. Okay, so Knuxon took offense to this and his efforts, he decided to burn the man's motorcycle down. All right, this story was whack. I don't even know why I even picked that story. That story was whack. I don't even know why I have no clue. Uh... There's a Mississippi man. Let me just go on to Mississippi real quick. That Florida story just irritated me. I, that really, I don't know why I say that. I, that's nothing funny about it. Okay. <laughs> this is about a politician. Mississippi state rep allegedly punched wife after she took too long to undress for sex. <laughs> Good old Mississippi. A Mississippi state rep was arrested Saturday after he allegedly punched his wife in the face when she didn't undress quickly enough when he wanted to have sex, according to the report. Republican Rep. Douglas Belloud of Loosedale was taken in custody after the alleged incident, which took place at the home around 9 p.m., the Sun-Herald reported, citing a police report. When George County Sheriff's Department deputies responded to the home for a report of domestic assault. The report said McLeod opened the door with a glass of alcohol in his hand and said, are you kidding me? That's, a, that's that privilege. That's that privilege. The 50-year-old went back inside yelling that the cops are here before you going back to that front door, the report said. Investor said he has slurred speech and walked slow in the zigzag pattern. 
At one point, he had grabbed the handrail to balance himself. According to the report, the deputy saw two women at the top of the stairs both looking frightened. Malal's wife eventually went outside after deputies assured her they would keep her away from her husband. The lawmakers reportedly said McLeod was drunk and just snapped, something she claimed he often does when he's intoxicated. <laughs> Malloy had allegedly punched his wife and bled her nose. Blood was found on the McLeod's bed floor, and according to the report, his wife ran to wait. His wife ran to a woman in another room where they locked themselves inside. The identified other woman allegedly McLeod began to bang on the door, telling the women to open it. He allegedly said that if the other woman didn't open the door, he'd kill her dog. Dang. <clears throat> Republican House Speaker Philip Gunn said Tuesday that if the allegations are true, Malloy should resign from office. Uh, you think? I have attempted to contact the Rep. Malloy to request his resignation. In fact, for these allegations are true, the actions are unacceptable for anyone. McLeod was represented George and Stone counties since 2012, did not immediately return from. Wow. Dude did all that because she was taking too slow to take her clothes off. I don't condone hurting anyone in that physical abuse, but dang, that's gangster. Mississippi, I'm not surprised. Mississippi about as close as, as um, Florida is with craziness. All right, well, um, I'm going to wrap that up. Like I said, I'll be heading to the West Coast soon. I am not taking Spirit Airlines. I always take Southwest just because you don't pay for bags. You can pack as many as you want, and I love that. That's the only reason why, and and that's the only reason why I can deal with Southwest. Can't do spirit. Can't do it. Can't. <laughs> but if you guys want good entertainment, I guarantee you every day there will be something about that happened on the Spirit Airlines. It will never let you down. <laughs> so I enjoy waiting for the finals to start. Of course, the sports, more Brewer games. Um, I'll be back next week. You guys have a great week. Once again, thanks for listening. My name is Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record an episode? How to get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even my chocolate blind self can use it. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I, um, I love it. It's simple. You know, I'm an airhead. So I just put things together, has all the tools you need. I can distribute this to all kind of platforms. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can have your podcast there. So if you always wanted to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor dot fm slash starts. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde. Go to the website nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com.